Welcome to the TBA Podcast with comedian Todd Van Allen and producer Darcy Vian. The show is not work safe, not family friendly, and not to be taken seriously. Enjoy. And just like Canada's Olympic efforts thus far, not winning any medals either. How are you folks? I am Tav and Alan. Uh, across the uh, interweb space uh, from me is uh, Darcy Feinder. Darcy, how are you? Hey folks, very good. Very uh-huh. good. And uh, also uh, on the wheels of steel, I don't know why I said that, uh, funny man back once again, Dave Patterson, bring it. Hey kids, what's shaking? There we go. Wheels of I gotta steel. tell you... The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that? But, but uh, Darcy, I love the way that you faded into Todd there. They're faded out or whatever the radio term is. That was smooth. That's, uh, is that like a crossfade or something? That is a cross I don't know. Fade. No, it's a fade out. A crossfade would be if I really if faded you, you had, in. If you had one thing fading out and the other thing fading in, that's a crossfade. It's like DJs do that all the time. But you kind of did that on your own there with uh, your cadence. You sort of started flying and got louder. That's more of an outro choice of when to start. I don't know. What am I, what am I made of voice? I don't know. Yeah, but, Mr. Voice Man. Yeah. All right, before we get too far into the show, I just would like to uh, take this moment to wish my uh, lovely wife a happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Or as, as Dave and I like to refer to her, half of our listenership. <laughs> Thank you, Kari. It's a pleasure. Happy birthday, Darcy's wife. <laughs> I guess you've never met Carrier, Dave. No, I haven't. Well, I may have. I don't remember it. Right. Right. So, so either she's not memorable or I have a drinking problem. I think she says she hasn't met you. Or okay. Maybe you're wearing your drinking pants at the so, time. Oh, God. <laughs> what am I not? <laughs> either They're either physically on you or in the metaphor- metaphorical sense, they're right in your back pocket. Give her. There are always drinking pants to be worn. I was just doing a little bit of like, you know, if you if you follow the flow of sort of the history of this podcast, Darcy, if you think about it. Okay. If I hadn't been looking for a new challenge at Roy Thompson Hall, I wouldn't have started at Case Tech. If I hadn't gone to Case Tech, I wouldn't have met your wife. Had I not met your wife, I wouldn't have met you. Had I not met you, I wouldn't have had a website. And had I not had a website, I wouldn't have this podcast. So... So who's send your hate mail to Kari, <laughs> folks? It's not my fault. Send it to her. That's the way it works. Isn't it Roy Thompson fa- Hall's fault for hiring you? Or for well, no, making, your, it, making your life miserable? Well, so you okay. left? If, if you want to go way back, you can blame my parents <laughs> for having urges. But uh, yeah, no, it's not really Roy Thompson Hall's fault. They just didn't have enough work for me. I basically cleared every bar I could there and went, okay, I'm done. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, the days. Um, so what uh, What do you get, What do you doing for Kari on her birthday? Because you can tell us because she won't get this until afterwards. Yeah, she'll already have it. Uh, not doing anything. You, know what? <laughs> you, you romantic, you. You are such a caring husband. I bought her some flowers. I'm going to make her dinner. Okay. Um, and then, What's dinner? Uh, I think it's going to be curry. Chicken You're curry. curry? <laughs> That's going to be awesome. She Happy likes- birthday, Kari. I hope you like violent diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that spicy. Um, yeah, then we're getting ready for our, our trip uh, on the weekend to Montreal. So. Mm. Just going to get packed. Shish, shish and, Yeah, exactly. And i got to clean up this place as well because uh, after the weekend, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law are coming for a few days. Oh, so you're going into the office pretty much all week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, but you don't have a in. job, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my job consists of sitting in a bar somewhere. Bye. <laughs> so what brings them here? They're just vacationing? Are they just you know trying to make your life miserable? What's going on? Well, we're going to see them in Montreal and uh, do a little birthday celebration there. Okay. Um, and then they're just going to come back. Because uh, my sister-in-law is on vacation, and uh, so and my mother-in-law is uh, just coming along. She's staying with her for a little while, and they're going to go to Quebec City. Um, Koto is my sister-in-law's name. She's going to be running a marathon in Quebec City. So what? Yeah, That's wrong. She's crazy like that. She's done uh, several so far. Right. Yeah, I think uh, she, <laughs> she'll keep doing it. I think until like she does an Ironman. I think she's done a few triathlons as well. I'm just trying to picture what a marathon in Quebec would be. It'd be like, uh, how would you run with a bowl of poutine and a cigarette in your mouth? 
It's not Gatorade at the stanchions. It's like Bredor and Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the finish line, they give you a Mae West. Buzzing! <laughs> I, I love thinking about the difference between the, the, uh, the two Faroo sisters. Because, you know, you've got, uh, you've got the marathon runner. Yep. Who, who you know is doing the tries and she wants to do the Iron Person because I guess you can't really call it Iron Man, the Iron Person race. And then what do Darcy and Kari do? Rib fests. <laughs> 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 like I picture, I picture uh, Kari's sister's site having like like if she had a website tracking her progresses as an oh I ran this amount in this amount of time and you know she's blogging about it and just like throwing it out there and building this community around it and then Kari's like look what I ate last night and taking a picture of curly fries. <laughs> All I'm saying is you guys are, are, are uh, you know they're 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 a little bit opposites. A little bit, yeah. A little. <laughs> well, I st- what's the problem with taking pictures of curly fries? There's nothing wrong with it. Now, if you start taking pictures of Arby's beef and cheddars, well, then you got a problem. That's porn. <laughs> <laughs> that is juicy beef porn. <laughs> Dave, do you need a moment? <laughs> no, it's okay. Nobody can see me. I'm good. <laughs> Why don't you uh, collect yourself while we listen to uh, this morning's segment from uh, Bob's Breakfast with Allie, Chris, and the Lock. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We're feeling it, good this morning. Is it because Allie isn't there? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think she's listening because she's probably sleeping in, but yes, yes. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Todd and Ellen causes a riff on the Bob Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. You've torn us apart. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, if it was going to happen with anybody, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably me. Yeah. So we made the big announcement yesterday to send you on Bob FM road trip number 80. And it's camping for the long weekend. Do you have any cool camping stories? Okay, wait a minute. You're going to send me camping? Well, okay, well, not necessarily you. Okay. But we're going to send someone camping. I don't okay. even... And I'm pretty confident you can't win. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> and um, I will be completely honest with you. I'm not that jazzed about this contest, to be quite honest. Uh-oh. I suck at camping. Oh, you're, oh, you're one okay. of those. Oh, uh. I completely and utterly suck at it. The first thing that hits me, and this gets me even in the city, is being woken up by birds in the morning. I hate that. Like, if I'm walking around, like, even, like, downtown here, and I hear a crow, I know either way I'm up too early or heading home way too late. And in either case, it's an indication my day is not hanging in the direction that I want. And the, the other thing is, I never have the right equipment. The last time I think I was camping, it was like Boy Scouts, and the equipment has completely changed. Like, you go to Mountain Equipment Co-op, and you're just blown away. Now, you've got tents that are about the size of my condo. Uh, there are sleeping bags that use some form of thermos or McDLT technology that keep you cool in the <laughs> summer and warm in the winter. Uh, they got propane ranges you can make a souffle on. <laughs> I got none of that. You know, uh, I've got all my old stuff, which is like a two-man tent made of that leaky, moldy canvas. Yeah. You know that? It feels like it, like when you're sleeping in it, it feels like you're inside the backpack of some goth kid that fell in a lake. Oh. You know? <laughs> it, uh... <laughs> did, did I hit a chord? That's awesome. <laughs> um, I had this 22-year-old down-filled sleeping bag that reeks of uh, 12-year-old boy urine. Oh, and it wouldn't no. keep you warm if you set it on fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm still trying to make toast with a coat hanger. I mean, this is how bad I am, right? <laughs> I was uh, reading up on some stuff like trying to, to get some more equipment, and they always say bring a compass. Mm-hmm. But this is what got me. They said, if you forget to bring a compass, you can make your own. All you need is a needle, a magnet, and a silk scarf. <laughs> okay, so who carries that stuff with them? That's my question. You know, like you know, I'm not. I don't do sock darning at home. Why would I bring those chores to Algonquin Park? <laughs> unless, unless you're going camping with your grandma, yeah. And then you'll have all that stuff. <laughs> As I do sometimes. <laughs> like if I don't have a needle, I'll be damned if I have a magnet out there either. Like, Todd, you got a magnet? Oh yeah, I keep it safe uh, in a safe place right beside my credit cards. That's fine. Right there. <laughs> Are you guys good cookers with the food? Uh, yeah. You mean camp food or just yeah, in camp general food? Usually it's just sticking something over a fire. Is yeah. yeah. Well, one time I was camping and uh, I was trying to cook hot dogs, and I you know you put the hot dog at the end of the stick and hold it over the fire. Yeah. I think I dropped seven out of ten in uh-huh. the fire, and then they're gone. Yeah. I <laughs> suck at that too. 
<laughs> I just, whenever I'm cooking over a campfire, I end up with one of two flavors, burnt or botulism. Oh. That's it. Oh. Yeah. I once tried to cook a marshmallow, like just to make a s'more. Yep. It blew up. What? How it did you make a marshmallow up. blow up? I don't know. It exploded like a propane tank in North Toronto. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, my. Um, too soon? Okay. <laughs> oh. uh, hey, I don't live there. That's all right. Well, you know what? If you're anything like Todd Van Allen, it doesn't matter because when we hook you up with this camping trip, you've got the use of a trailer for the weekend from Thousand Islands RV Center. And also, you get yourself a one-hour cruise on Rockport Boat Lines, and we'll give you $125 in gift certificates from Loeb to stock the fridge as well. So you're going to get yourself a lot of good food and a comfy night's sleep. And don't let me cook it. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Todd. Check out www.heyitstva.com for all the goods. Plus, you'll be able to catch a podcast of all the hilarity that ensues here every Thursday. And, Todd, we'll catch you next week. Fantastic, guys. Talk to you soon. So did you notice something different about that spot now? Oh, uh, did I? That Your joke about uh, North York was too soon? I like that part. Was it too soon? Too soon, too soon. They, okay, so the reason I'm asking is because um, uh, at the point of me doing this, I don't know what is being used now anymore because they're moving to the same model as uh, Mike at uh, the drive. Oh, you're kidding me. We are taking it, and they're, they're, we record like a good chunk of like seven minutes, and then they go in, hack it, hack it down. And to the funny bit, which should have been about 28 seconds today, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was wondering why it was. I thought I'd missed the first uh, eight minutes. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They just pare it down to, Todd, how are you? I'm great. Okay, you can check out Todd and all the hilarity that ensues here. That was it. Yeah, and then there was a tire uh, commercial that was twice as long as your segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you've got a choice between me and radials. Now, I heard most of it, I think. I, I got to... Uh, I got woken up by it again. It's the uh, the TVA alarm clock. So I always forget <laughs> nice. to leave my speakers turned up because it auto records the spot. Uh huh. Here, so it just. So, did Locke actually send you the file? He did. Okay. Today he was right on it, and I've got the one from Drive. And hey, why don't we just have a listen to that now too? Mikey, good to talk to you. How are you? Very good. Uh, do you got a bit of the Olympic fever? I, I'm sort of into it a little bit, but I'm, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed so far in the performance of our Canadian athletes. We haven't heard O Canada yet. We haven't even got a medal yet. I know. I haven't seen that many zeros since my second year calculus course. It's just <laughs> been, it has been a long, hard slog. Right now, Azerbaijan is like kicking our bums right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. They're walking by going, uh, maybe in next Olympics, Canada. Yeah, see you on the slopes cheese stick you know <laughs> what we could do is take a page out of the austrians book because during the euro 2008 soccer championship they were going through a gold drought during that tournament as one of the host countries so one of the breweries in, in austria said they were going to give a year supply of beer to the first austrian to score <laughs> so we should do the same thing bring the maple leaf guys like the meat guys on board and make this strong campaign of bacon and beer for bronze just do it <laughs> I like it. You know? Um, but, you know, I think the IOC, they knew something was up. Go to their website, and they have this little question asker, so you can ask a full and complete question. It will answer that question and then give you some related questions you might want to know as well. Mm -hmm. So I typed into it, what are the current metal counts? And I hit the ask button, and it gave me the list. Zilch. <laughs> Then it read, related questions. How does the Canadian Olympic Committee raise money to support Canada's Olympic teams? So <laughs> there's the That was just so tacky. It was like one of those UNICEF commercials. I was waiting for Sally Struthers to come out and go, this poor pole vaulter from Red Earth, Saskatchewan, has had to practice using sawed-off hockey sticks duct taped together. <laughs> Please send money to... Yeah. Also, there's been a little bit of controversy going on uh, uh, notably with the opening ceremonies, it was big, it was lavish, and then of course there was the scandal going on too. They had their own little Millie Vanilli going on with the national uh, anthem uh, being lip synced. I didn't even know Ashley Simpson was uh, Chinese. What's she <laughs> doing there? Uh, um, you know what I found out was worse about that too. What's that? The music was being played on Guitar Hero. That was bad. <laughs> um, they should have just let her. Sing. Like, you pour your heart out into that song, you're singing for the producers, and they're listening to the tape, and like, this is wonderful. That's the singer for our anthem. Where is that little girl? Let's, let's see her. Hello, little lady. Why don't you smile for us? <laughs> okay, now. I wasn't ready for that. Get my niece on the phone. I think she's at the dentist. 
like I'm doing voice work now. Yeah. And they sometimes bring you into the studio to do the opposite. Like there will be an actor uh, that's doing a commercial, and they want you to lip sync over his voice. And these guys are like handsome guys. Like they got TV good looks. Like you've seen me. There's a reason I stick to radio. <laughs> right? <laughs> me too. These, yeah, these, these guys are handsome, as you know, and you figure they've got a voice to match. And so you, know, you got the headphones on. Like, okay, let's, let's listen to the original take so I can get a sense of their rhythm. And they roll the tape, and the guy's voice is like, Because this is Savior's Pizza Crossing the Sleep. Okay, let's do a take. <laughs> yeah. We are talking with Todd Van Allen. You can find out everything going on at toddvanallen.com, including this very same uh, segment. Of course, uh, on your website, uh, you incorporate uh, these podcasts right on the Internet so people can actually listen to them at another time. The Internet has just allowed us to do this sort of broadcasting and, and getting the word out and stuff like that. It's a fantastic time. A um, couple of Sundays ago, I heard this little bit of a song that I liked in a commercial. So I logged onto this commercial music message board, and it turned out it was a track by Moby. So I Googled the track to find uh, the track name to find out it's on this rare import album. So I go to Amazon to see if it's on sale. It's not, but there's back catalog stuff there. So bookmark that for later. So then I went to iTunes, see if I can buy it there. It's not there. So then I go to eBay to see if anyone's selling it. And there's a guy in Perth, Australia, who's got a used copy for sale. So I send him the money through PayPal. He sends me back a tracking number through UPS.com. So on the following Friday, I get the package delivered to my door. So in six days, I went from hearing a 10-second clip of a song that I liked to owning the entire album. And it is crap. It is completely unlistenable. I don't know why I bothered. Oh. Oh, all right. Every Thursday at this time, it's Todd Van Allen, ToddVanAllen.com, or hey, it's TVA.com. As per usual, always a pleasure talking to you, and we'll talk again next week, buddy. All righty, Mikey. You have fun. And there again, I have no idea what's in that. But this, do, this does do something for me now, which I haven't been able to have in a while. Provides me the opportunity to not have to go to bed early on a Wednesday now because I'm not getting up early. So you're recording them the day before? Uh, the day before. So Wednesday I'll be recording, and then it plays Thursday morning. You're still doing um, the drives on Thursdays? Still doing the drives. I just got done doing the drive today before I hooked up with you guys. And um, the – what was it? Uh, I had another thing on this about the, the, the lock spot. Oh, right. Okay, so because we do like the longer – thing uh Locke was thinking that uh we he could advertise and push at the end of it the raw feed that he would provide us which would be like the long uncut version which i suggested i would pepper with profanity because he's not going <laughs> to use it anyway oh you're kidding yeah so did you guys do that this time or we just didn't about, we okay. didn't well unless he sent you like the the raw feed like i, I guess i'd have to listen to it and compare yeah, i'm not sure what he sent that's cool because sometimes he'll uh he hauls it off the audit log, I think, right? And it, uh, mm. the quality isn't so great. So if he's doing it before it goes to air, it might sound a lot better. Right. Uh, because what, that's the awesome. other thing I want him to do then is to keep the conversations before and afterwards. That would be great. But I don't, I don't know that he could, though. I don't know if he could record it. I'll ask him. Because we always talk about stupid shit afterwards. It's always really fucking dumb and fucking funny, but you can't use it because we're probably saying words like fucking, really. That's... Part it's kind of like when we get off the air here with this podcast, we end up saying a lot of stuff that I wish ended up in the show. And sometimes uh-huh. I do go back and grab something. Do you? As an Easter egg, yeah. Uh. Like, uh, the, I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, had a clip of Dave saying, okay, kids, i got to go take a shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was worth podcast. going through the song that week for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just got to be honest. <laughs> We love you for your honesty, Dave Patterson. How can I sugarcoat that, really? <laughs> and perhaps more importantly, why would I want to? Right. Because you're a professional. True enough. <laughs> so professional, Dave Patterson. DavePatterson.ca1T. Yes. Got any shows coming up? Um, yes. I remembered. Uh, I'm doing a guest spot at Absolute tonight. That'll be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, September 6th, apparently, I'm in Gananakwe telling jokes on a boat, which will be fun. They're still trying and, to do that, um, eh? Still trying to do that. Yeah, well, might as well give it a go. Hey, why not? I'm booked for the show, and I'll get some money out of the deal. So that'll be fun. I think it was, what, me, you, and Evans? Yes. No, uh, it's, not a- no it's Blanchard. Is it Blanchard now? Jason Blanchard. I thought it was Evans. No, it's Jason Blanchard. 
I don't know. Whatever. Whoever, it'll be fun. I say we go. Uh, I say we do the show and then head into Brockville for the night and get into a fight by the Keystorm. That'd be fun. I say I lend you my like H2 and you record the conversation in the car on the way up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave, I forgot. Sorry, it isn't Jason. It's Alex Brovadani. Still a good time, though. What? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> What's the deal with this show? Are we going to take somebody? Is this the uh, sacrifice a comic to the boat Joe gods or something? Is yeah, that? That's. I think. I think that's what we should do. We should bring someone because every time we've done one of these things, we have brought someone new along for them to eat it on a boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the beautiful part about bombing on a boat is that there's nowhere to hide. Why is that the beautiful part? You are t- I'm being very sarcastic. Um, it is painful. The first time I ever did one of these things, it was like back in high school. Um, someone, like the GAN boat lines were having their staff party. They invited me on. They wanted me to do some stand-up, and I just ate it because I didn't know anything about stand-up or whatever. And everyone was just hammered, and I was like 16 or 17 or something like that. And so I, because I just ate it, and everyone knew I ate it, and I'm not old enough to drink, they won't serve me, so I'm stuck on this boat for three hours doing nothing. Just sitting <laughs> upstairs and just moping about my life. It was fantastic. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Trying to decide if there was going to be another comedy gig after yeah. that. So, so then, based on that and those sweet, tender memories, I, I thought, well, how can I spread that love to friends of mine? I know. I'll put them on a boat show with me. <laughs> yeah, but, thanks. But they're, you know what, like, I honestly, I, I enjoy doing the boat line shows. I, I actually look forward to doing it. I look forward to getting home. look forward to, like, having the people on the boat. If they could get closer, I would totally love that. You know, we'll have Jason there, so he'll help sort out the room a little bit more. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. And I sort out the room a bit more. Bring the tables in closer, like get good proximity, give everyone the same sight lines, uh, just little things like that. Oh, he's got that stuff in the room. Yeah, he's he's got an eye for that sort of thing. He's been doing it uh, for a while at his room. Uh, the Fox and Flow does that all the time. Uh, and, you know, it's it just makes sense to do that sort of thing. And I think the show is also going to be good because no one will get heckled by a castle. Because Titus Malcolm is going on board. Ah, cool. <laughs> yep. We'll just have to make sure, though, that we time that one right. Because I was I think I was hosting last time. Or I was, I don't know, I was doing something. <laughs> I, think I, I think I was hosting and Blanchard was middling. Right. I don't know. And we had it all planned out so that uh, he would he would take the castle because he's the more experienced comic and nothing flaps him because he's had bullets shot at his head. Right. So going by a castle. Not at a show. Not at a show. Well, that we know of. Yeah. Okay. He has done some pretty rough places out west, so you never can tell. Um, so like you know, nothing 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 phases this man. Me, I get a fly in the room and I'm all just I lose it. But <laughs> what the hell? Um, so so he was gonna. So then he finishes up because like he's like Mister, I'll do my time and no more, unless they're really liking me and the whatever, right? So I go up and then as soon as I get on, boom, fucking castle, bastard. Yeah. So we just need to make sure we time it right, because yeah. if I get stuck with the castle for my third year in a row, mm-hmm. that maybe I will be the comic that jumps overboard this year. So what is this? This is like something that totally takes the attention away from this, the uh, show? Absolutely. Oh, man. You got to see it. It's like uh, And do they, like, they even just... announce it like over a PA, PA no. system or something? No, they're not, oh, they're, they're not doing that. There's no need. There's no need. You can hear the lights buzzing from like a mile away. <laughs> 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 And Dave's like on the boat, is that a fly? Oh, no, it's the light. <laughs> and then you get up to it. It's just like, holy shit. This is wrong. Picture Casaloma on like an, uh, on an island, essentially. Yeah, but like, but like five of them put together. Wow. It's not that big. It's big enough when you're trying to do jokes when you're passing by it. That's for exactly. sure. You are building this up because it's like this little panic thing you have. It's like, you know, if it, it, like when you're describing the, the kid that beat you up. He's like, oh, he was eight foot four. And then meanwhile. No, he was seven three with a wicked left hook. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, he's like four foot eight with a runny nose and you know, goggle eyes. You know. Whatever. It hurt. And it still hurts when I think about it. Right. Is there a fly in your room, Dave? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I um, I don't know what I'm in for tonight, actually, because I'm actually heading out to Wasaga Beach to do some time. I uh, got an invite by um, 
Jason Lawrence of Absolute Comedy uh, to go and do a show with him and Andrew Evans and um, who el- who's Winston Spear is on that show. Is this the uh, fundraiser you blogged about? Mm, the extravagant... No, I haven't blogged about this one yet. Oh, okay, because you haven't done it. No. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, it's TVA.com. Read Todd's blog about uh, last what, last three shows, last four shows you did? Last three shows that were all kind of new to me. Okay. They all have little variations of new. Things nice. we talked the, about the, on the podcast, but he's already blogged them, so we're not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't want to rehash. Darcy is the topic police. <laughs> Where do you think you're going with that premise, sir? <laughs> Nowhere, officer. I just thought I'd mention that I did a show. Yeah, you talked about that, didn't you already? Yes, sir, I guess I did. <laughs> you pull out a That's new stuff and you go on your way. Yes, sir, I will. That's why I don't write a blog. <laughs> you so save you can it talk for this freely? podcast, see? Yeah, professional. Exactly. Well, and I'm lazy, so. No. <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a second, Dave. <laughs> you cannot be the mover and shaker you are and be lazy. Come now. Well, I'm lazy, too, and that's why this show is moving to uh, two episodes a week. It sounds like it's more work, but it's actually going to be less. Really? Yeah, I think so. All right. So uh, we're going to start that since nobody uh, nobody complained about it. You didn't get any negative feedback about that, did you, Todd? Uh, the only feedback I got on it was uh, from Shelly. Which she gave thumbs-ups, which means we she ahead. She showed up on the radar again after her uh, Crackberry laptop-free uh, vacation. And, uh, and uh, she said, hey, you know what? Whatever makes Darcy happy. <laughs> I'm boiling it down a little bit, but that's essentially what it was. So, yeah, Thanks, Shelly, for your feedback. She also, uh, scanning through, it's quite a long email. Um, it is. It is. This is a nice little boy. See, she doesn't like Dane Cook either. <laughs> no, but she loves Dave's voices slash impersonations. Yes. Makes her giggle uh, out loud. She makes her I, G-O-L. You're kidding. Whose is that? Not mine. Dave. Oh, Dave. BNN? Dave. Let me guess. If this is Sam. Oh, if it's Sam. No, it's a real business call. I got to take it. Okay. All right. Come on. I guess I guess we'll cut that part. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for Dave to uh, make some money, um, why don't we play uh, I didn't JP's get it. email? You didn't get yeah, it? Yeah, let's do JP's voice. I didn't get it fast enough. Oh. oh. Are you broke now? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's uh, JP's voicemail. We got a call from JP also providing some uh, some delicious feedback, and not of the musical kind. Hey, what's up, TVA? What's up, Darcy? And even Dave. Like the regular, Dave, what's up? This is JP calling you. Um, I know it's been a couple weeks since there's been a phone call, and you're probably having some withdrawal from your JP. So here I am. Um, Yeah, uh, I've had a couple busy weeks. It's been really good. Got to see Radiohead in Montreal. Also, Todd, thank you so much for coming out to the Das Pumas gig. Um, Darcy, you're dead. As promised, um, enjoy your time while you can. Um, I was just on the website and I was listening to your podcast. Man, you guys, there's a, you're doing a medical marijuana fundraiser. That's that's amazing, dude. Surely let them pay you in pot, and you know what? Your good friend JP will take care of it for you. I will look after that baby as if it was my own. I will smoke it and love it. Um, yeah. So just calling to say hi. It's uh, that, that's it, and give me your pot, I guess, as well. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's really all I got for you guys this this time. I'm, I I I don't know what to say. Hope 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 you're well. Hope you're well. Podcast sounding great. Take it easy, guys. So uh, I think I told you before, Todd, that you can actually talk while those calls are going through. Like yeah, you can sort but, of address but... points, but all I'm getting is <laughs> is wind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there it is I'm again. Yeah. I passed gas. <laughs> and you I passed just it like, right into your mic then, because all yeah. I get was the wind noise on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Um, I like that um, there, there's many points of, of, first of all, I like that you're dead to him now, Darcy. Yeah. Even though he gave you that Even lovely Even though he name. mentions it all every time. <laughs> yeah. 
Hello, Darcy. Well, now you're going to be Dead Man Darcy, not you know Double Scotch. Oh yeah, <laughs> Double Dead Darcy. Um, da- how he knew Dave is regular is beyond me. I don't even know him. Oh, you know what though? Actually, I am. You can probably set your watch by my colon. Really? Yep. Well, you probably uh, heard that Easter egg from past shows back, where he said, "Oh, okay, look, yes. Dave's <laughs> look. He knows when ty- podcast ends. He's got to go take a shit." Yeah. Set his watch. <laughs> and- <laughs> Something's brewing, kids. <laughs> Look out, he's going to blow. <laughs> now, I appreciate... Now, first of all, folks, if you uh, want to call into our phone number, which is 206-202-8065. Nailed it. I did that right from memory. Uh, you, too, can call in and ask for the pot I'm going to get for medicinal marijuana. See, that I think we can probably generate some traffic with. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm... <laughs> Hey, did you hear Van Allen's giving away pot on his radio show? Not sure if that can be an official contest. Have to look into the rules of that. Yeah. I think it'll be fun when the RCMP comes by with the rubber gloves and shoves their fist up your ass. What appears to be the problem, officer? <laughs> the RCMP always get their man in the ass. You know, it's uh, it's not the RCMP. It's uh, it's the DEA. We oh, have a that? special. They're actually up here. Not like we have our own version. The American DEA have uh, people working in Canada. We outsourced? <laughs> no. They said, we must come into Canada and help clean up your drug problem because there's too much green forest here for people to grow pot in. You're kidding me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nice. I watched a special on it. Wow. On the war on drugs in Canada. Pardon me. And this is in no way meant to be an offense or hit to any of our American listeners. Fuck them. What is that? You come into our house and you tell us how to clean it up? You, how dare you? Mm. I'm doing a little S in the air right there. I don't like the, I don't like the sounds of that at all. No. No. They're basically coming and saying, no, you can't do it. And, uh, you know, why don't they just uh, control their borders a little more if they're worried about it? How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. Quit trying to blame us for the problem because, hey, we just might legalize it. Well, we tried very hard. We, there was actually a bill to go through to, to, I don't think legalize it, but to decriminalize certain yeah. uh, levels of, you know, certain amounts that you can possess. Yes. And the Americans put a stop to it. I don't like how they can do that. Yeah, that's brutal. But, yeah. you know. I don't like that at all. Shouldn't be that way. Like mm-hmm. Rick Mercer says... Uh, we're bigger and we're on top. Yep. That makes us... If we were in prison, the U.S. would be our bitch. Yes. I've seen that on t-shirts all over the place by people who really don't look like they hold a very strong political opinion. <laughs> I think they, they buy it just because it's got America and the word bitch on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just think it's a good idea. I, you know, <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's, let's really piss off the Americans. That's a good plan. I'm not saying to go out of our way to piss them off. What I'm saying is they don't really have the right to be in here anyway. Oh, I don't... I'm with you on that, yeah. but... But you how know. far can they go? It's like, hey, you know what? We've run out of water. We're taking yours. But really, I don't think that you should... No, we, we have to take it. Okay, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Because that well, sooner Yeah, rather. that's a whole other thing that's so totally overblown by the people who don't necessarily know the facts. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not that we're out to educate anybody on this show. Yeah. (laughs) Teach us, us, Professor Dave, in a witty and whimsical manner. I can't in a witty and whimsical manner. I'm going to get all hostile and start looking for people who are wearing Birkenstocks and bash their heads into trees. (laughs) You're going to turn into Todd Glass on the Come and Everything Else podcast. He blows up every episode. I was just listening to it before we got on air. Does? Yeah. He, just, he controls himself when he's on the podcast with Jimmy Pardo. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I bet you he wears a hard shoe in that uh, in that <laughs> stupid as well. <laughs> Comes in and behaves as a gentleman. They, as a gentleman. Uh, they, they also mention uh, the podcast almost every episode, too. They're trying very hard to um, to achieve what they have. Oh, like why wouldn't model. you? I think it's a great model. Oh, it is, I think. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the day when we've got people ponying up 20 bones to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could get people to listen to this if you paid them 20 bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's uh, Kari's rate for this? How do you, uh, 
How do you get her ears on this? I married her. <laughs> <laughs> they did say there would be challenges in every relationship. <laughs> and this would be one. Do you, ever, do you ever have to sweeten the pot by doing special favors? You know, like stuff, like dirty stuff, you know, like dishes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Toilet scrubbing? Mm. Sometimes I'll just say, at the end of the show, Todd says something really obnoxious about you. And then she's got to listen to it all the way through to find it that I was lying. <laughs> do you say somewhere in the show or at the end? Because then she could just st- skip to the end. Oh, you think she's just going to skip into the end? Damn it. Yeah. Most, most, uh, most of those little listeners have like a little fast forward button. <laughs> <laughs> and, and believe it or not, since we started letting women get educated, they're a lot smarter than us now. Yeah. <laughs> True point, Darcy. Oh, so I'm point. wondering, like, yeah, when, because uh, I see all the downloads, but I don't know what people are actually listening to. Maybe it's a song know. at the end. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why we don't get anybody calling in except JP and nobody emailing I, except uh, Shelly. Feedback at heyitstva.com. Yes. Send in your emails, that's please. Two E's in feedback. Yes. yes. Just don't, I don't, I don't want people thinking it's F-E-A-D or something like that or P-H-E-A-D. Because that is that is a spelling. I just you know maybe that's why. Because I'm thinking maybe that's why people aren't emailing in because they think our server's down because there's no such user as Pahedback. You know. So well, it's because because your listeners are all hip and urban and street. Not unlike everyone on this cast. <laughs> you got it, G. Yo and yo. And whatnot. Yeah, word to the East Side. <laughs> you had West Side. You had best not diss me, bro, or I will bust a cap in your ass. Or shizzle. <laughs> my nizzle. I actually have a housing project at the end of my block. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Shout out to Swansea Muse. Whoa, Swansea Muse. <laughs> That sounds. This sounds like really bad people come from Swansea Muse. Swansea Muse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are, isn't isn't a mule a place you go like have tea and yeah, shit? Yeah, I was gonna say it's like, yo, man, well, let's go down to Le Cherry and get some biscotti, yo. <laughs> I'm looking for a lovely chai tea before I go slice this guy's throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't consider yourself ghetto or projects if you live in a place with muse, because the only <laughs> thing the only thing muse is is like the sound that a kitten makes, and kittens are the cutest goddamn things on the planet. But then they grow into cats. They do. But the the only thing cuter than a kitten is a kitten with a little hat. See, think that you just snicker because you're thinking of a kitten with a little hat. <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking how my dog would eat that cat. <laughs> Would you saute? <laughs> would I saute? No. Would you saute or broil? I'm thinking broil. I just put it in a little. I just put it in the backyard and let Morty chase it. Till. <laughs> kind of dog you got? Oh there? boy, oh boy, Tubby. Let's <laughs> look at the little cat. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna chase this. Oh boy. Um, he is a Rottweiler lab mix. Oh wow. Yeah. Big dog. He would eat kittens for breakfast. Yeah. Which, by the way, that joke aside, folks, I do not condone. By the way, I don't, I don't condone the eating of cats. Just so you were known. Yeah. Unless because... that's your culture. Unless that's your culture, absolutely. You don't want to intrude. No. You, know, you go ahead and you eat that cat if you need to. It's not my bag. But no, you know, no, not at all. We I'm don't want. Not uh, going to... We don't want PETA coming after our asses. No, exactly. Because they're worse <laughs> than the uh, DEA, man. Yeah. PETA. You know what? I think we should just sit down with them. Over a steak and talk out our differences. Just really, yeah. And say things like, you're going to finish that bacon? You know, <laughs> just the things that bring people together. Then invite the exactly. DA over for a few bong hits. <laughs> <laughs> I think <of> they... <laughs> hey, so I got this score from this fundraiser. You got to take a hit. Now listen. <laughs> this is primo stuff. I just like picturing giving that to uh, JP and then him serving me while stoned. <laughs> How many beers did you order, man? Uh, just the one. <laughs> I only had, it was the one and gun. <laughs> this sneaky pint. 
Weren't you in here at like two? No. <laughs> I snuck in. I played. I had to play two back-to-back soccer games last night. One right after the other. Double header. It Ouch. was in there. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but I'm surprisingly okay today. And I snuck down for the cheeky one while I was waiting for my uh, laundry to get finished after the game. And uh, Darcy was dealing with a table of like six or eight people that had been there since about four in the afternoon. Who was dealing with the table? Uh, pardon me? Did you just say I was dealing with the table? No, he I was. My name. JP was dealing with, it, with with this table. Oh, you did say Darcy, and I was wondering if maybe you had to take a part-time job to finance this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. Darcy, Darcy, double scotch does not, he does not serve. He is served. He's double scotch. Um, where did that come from? Anyway, so there's like a table of like six, six, eight people, maybe, like people coming and going that have been there since four o'clock. And I can't remember what the exact number was. I think he said uh, four or $600 worth of, of booze. I think it was six, 600 bucks they drank from 4 p.m. to whenever they left, which was close to 1. How many people? Like 6 to 8. Well, that's actually not that bad. That's nah. How many uh, pints? It's like, what, 6 bucks a pint, right? Mm-hmm. How many? You can easily do 10 in, in that space of time, maybe 12. Well, they were wobbly when they came out. Yeah, it's still a, a drunk uh, gathering, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's not, but you're making, you know, four or six hundred bucks seem like, you know, for that many people. Nah, you could do that. Yeah, four hundred bucks isn't too bad. Six hundred bucks is. Well, if six hundred bucks between like six, eight people is not that bad. But that's okay. But keep in mind, that's a session on, yeah. a, on a Wednesday night. That's yeah. pretty hardcore. <laughs> like, We've like, all done it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not saying we haven't. I'm not judging. We'll probably do it again. <laughs> I've, I'll probably be doing it tonight. Who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going up with Andrew Evans and Jason Lawrence. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> Who's driving? Uh, Jason, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'll I be all set. Need, I don't need to worry about that. You'll probably get there in about 14 minutes, too, because man does everything very fast. Oh, I know. Oh, fuck. It was funny. Uh, he did He did a spot on Andrew's Dark Show on Tuesday, yep. and you could tell he was being a little bit nervous. Because uh, he didn't know if he had the material that was uh, going to cut it, because it's arguably a, a much darker show. And uh, so how does he deal with nervousness? He speaks faster. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him afterwards, and like, I said, hey, you did good. He goes, yeah, you know, I didn't know how, how I was going to do it. And, you know, I was feeling kind of nervous out there. So I could tell you were like going faster. And that is something for you. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Oh, boy. <laughs> I love him. I would love to have gone to the... Uh, to either the auctioneering school or the uh, uh, cocaine parlor that he has frequented to get speaking that fast. <laughs> He's a guy that should be doing voiceover legal work. Right, yeah, get <laughs> Some Someone should Mary Ply may cause bowel cancer. Not available in Quebec. You know, stuff like that. See website details. <laughs> Checks may not be honored. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Red Bull does not actually let you fly. What? Yeah. So quit what? drinking it. Quit trying to pound it back. Maybe this is the lucky can. <laughs> so, Darcy. Yo. Do you have Olympic fever? I know Dave does. It does. Ooh. Oh, how can I not? My God, all that stuff that they're doing over there with the whatnot. I couldn't care less. The only thing I'm, I'm interested in is the news about, like, about China and... And some of the little scandals that are going on. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like you heard about Such. the opening uh, ceremonies being faked. Yep. The fireworks being uh, CG'd or whatever. The fireworks were CG'd. Well, they were. Yeah, they were comped in to the uh, to the broadcast. They didn't actually really? film like as they show like the footsteps go around Beijing. Uh huh. That was faked because they said that uh, um, it wasn't safe to have a helicopter up there trying to film it. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Um, there was that. Did you hear about the the little singing six-year-old? Yeah, that was lip-synced. Lip-synced. Oh, well, let's be honest. She was way too ugly to be in front of people anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That may cute. be one of the jokes, actually, today that Mike uses. I don't know. Cute little kid with the pudgy cheeks and the crooked teeth. Yeah. Not even that bad. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Get her out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you That's been just... to Wales? <laughs> 
I didn't even think it looked that bad. I'm like, oh, what's it? I'm like, I thought it was like one of those bar games, you know, where you got to look at the two pictures and find out what's different. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't, to me, that big of a difference, right? And she's no. six. Like, I'm not, all kids' I'm not... teeth are fucked up when you're six. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. But funny that they took her out, but continue to use her voice and just put a better-looking child in yeah. her place. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could do that with so many other things. Well, I've heard that's what they want to do for my comedy. <laughs> Just put in little cute things? <laughs> well, well, no. Uh, get somebody else to write the jokes and then get somebody else to do them for oh, me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it works for Nicole Arbor. <laughs> Bazing! Um, oh, snap. Snap. <laughs> oh, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, man. How can, oh, that's the end of the world. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's just because I'm not wearing thongs right now. Right. We've had this discussion before. Speaking what of addition uh, on uh, female comics there, um, I went to see Kathy Griffin on the weekend. Really? At Massey Hall. Okay. So. Did she bring her D-list? She, uh, she brought every gay man out of the village, I think. The yes. village must have been empty. Uh-huh. Oh, um, we could have done some looting. Because <laughs> yeah. you know that stuff is going to be stylish. <laughs> we would have some really wicked gear if we had done that. <laughs> Todd and walk down the street. What'd you do? Rob a gay man? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> I believe his name was Kyle. <laughs> but uh, so, show, how was she? Um, I didn't think it was so great. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I like her show. Like my life on the D list. I like the show, and I think the reason I like the show is because it's edited well, mm-hmm. and her her act. I think would be good too if it was also edited well. Like it was, I think uh, she went like two hours or something. Like yeah, like way longer than I thought. Like people had to get up and go out and smoke. Like no intermission. Like people had to get up and move around and um, place. And when we sold people, we meet you. (laughs) No, not me. I stayed. Oh, really? The whole time. And because I always thought it was like, okay, it's going to be over in two minutes. And if I leave early, Kari's going to be pissed. If I go downstairs or anything and it's over, um, but uh, so it was all right. I mean, I laughed out loud a few times, and uh, okay. she's she's not my cup of Earl Grey. I just I don't, don't know. Yeah, well, it's, her subject matter just doesn't relevant. I think to me, you have to be gay or maybe a woman. You got or a gay yeah, woman, or a gay woman. It's true. You got to watch Oprah and mm-hmm. The Hills and uh, a lot of uh, Access Hollywood. I think. And you you know every one of those topics is right in my wheelhouse. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm the target market. Yes. For her bits. So. I, I don't know, guys. She just speaks to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave, you fashion plate. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's right. Me and my no-name t-shirts and my... <laughs> The most stylish thing I wear is my Converse high tops because I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. And I've been wearing those since I was nine, so. It's true. No, you've Not upgraded. Great. You've got those fancy little red skater shoes now. Oh, yeah, I do because those are my boots. comedy shoes. Yes. Because chicks dig it. Chicks dig it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll go with that. Yes. So, <laughs> so okay, so um, did she have an opener or she just came out and did two hours? Her opener is an interesting idea for opener. She had a little uh, video clip of pretty much every appearance in every TV show or movie that she's been in, um, her accepting Emmy Awards. It was all tiny little clips like you would have seen, you know, as seen in. And a lot of things I didn't remember her being in. Like, I didn't remember she was in Pulp Fiction. Um, Who was she in Pulp Fiction? She was the chick at the – near the end of the movie when they um, – and there's a car accident when it hits the hits. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Wallace. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she talks to him and says, "Man, I can't believe you're you're alive, or whatever." And you know, like, right. who hit who hit me? That guy over there. And she points to him, and that's pretty much right. the whole bit. And then dude pulls out a, a big gun, a big gun, and everyone just sort of scatters. Yeah. So that was her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm uh, good for her. I think I should, I should do the same sort of thing with, with my shows. 
have a little montage of everything I've been on. <laughs> so after the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Your intro from Bob. And, uh... and my intro from Bob. And the, uh, what was the other? Oh, the, um, the breakfast television piece. There you go. There it is. This there's podcast. what. There's a good 18 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good way to warm up the crowd anyway without having an opener. Right. And, uh, yeah, and she has a yeah, very strong fanatic gay following. Yep. So, and they thought, like, there was people around me who just thought she was hysterical. Like, mm-hmm. losing their shit over this. Right. But, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like Margaret Cho, same sort of thing. I went to see her too. Um, I find. And let her, me guess. I find her not funnier. as funny as you expected. Uh, true. Yeah. Unless she was making fun of her mother, you know, mm-hmm. doing the the ethnic jokes. Right. That's uh. Who else does laughs. that? There's another comic that does that. Oh yeah, every Everyone. ethnic comic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because you might as well, if you can do a decent accent and make fun of your parents and your yeah. childhood. I mean, uh, you almost can't not do it. Yep. I, <laughs> I've been thinking of doing that myself. I go out and go on. I come from a white family. You know, my mom, Myrna, and then just, like, go into impersonating her. I think that'll go wow. far. I think I'll go far. I don't even care what the ethnic people think. And, the you know, because I respect them and I get it, but... They have no idea what troubles are. Like, I was golfing the other day, and I actually had a caddy. Mm-hmm. I was in this the company tournament, and they had caddies, which were really just people who brought you drinks. Yep. Poor club choice selection. Mm-hmm. I was like 140 from the green, and he's telling me I should use like a 6, when I knew I should have went with a 7, because the wind wasn't really that strong. Right. And sure enough, I overshot the green. Oh, God. I want to talk about problems. Jesus. And then... And then I was in, like, some long fescue, and I had to chip out of the long... It's, like, up to my knees. I had to chip out of the fescue, which is bullshit to begin with. I can't believe I'm hearing this. Because they should have cut the... You know, they should cut it down. And it's, like, 8-inch fescue, and I got to take my wedge, utility wedge, and chip out of that. And, of course, you can't put the spin. You need to stick it on the green. Ever. And it rolls right off. And then you got to chip back on. So then it's, like, I could have got par if the guy would have just let me do what I wanted to do. But he was the one bringing the beer. Right. So... And you it's hard to, to argue problems. with them at that point. Your hands are tied. Oh, Dave. So you want to talk about problems. Yeah, right. people in like Darfur, they don't understand that kind of thing. I know. Like, oh, blah, 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 warlord, blah, blah. I, I double bogey yeah. people. <laughs> Jesus. Let's put it in perspective here. <laughs> that hurts on the eight hole right there. <laughs> That's right. That's it. <laughs> Where's the eight hole? Just between the the ninth and eleventh, or no, ninth and seventh. Uh, I was trying to make like a hockey goal like kind of uh, reference in the five hole. Where's the eight in the hole? five hole? Where's the eight hole? Uh, probably eight. Um, in the in the forehead of the guy behind the glass. <laughs> oh no, the eight hole is when you shoot it at his throat. <laughs> it's always good to test the keeper that way. Absolutely, always good. You just give him a little bit of chin music with the black thing. Boom! Right there. Just careen it off at the uh, careen it off the, uh, the permadillo. <laughs> yeah, the puck. That's the thing. I couldn't remember what it was called. You was, people sicken me. <laughs> what? I blanked on the word puck. A, it's our national game despite what the lacrosse people say. And secondly, it rhymes with fuck. <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say that. <laughs> you can see why I blanked on it. You know, the black thing. What, a VHS tape? No, the black thing. <laughs> A tire? <laughs> no. What, you, the, what, an IBM laptop? No, not that. The thing. <laughs> Most luggage in airports? No, you know the thing you hit. <laughs> Your girlfriend? <laughs> yes, my African-Canadian girlfriend. <laughs> After I drink about, uh, you know, 10 to 12 shots of whiskey and I get home, I put on my T-shirt that doesn't have any sleeves. And uh, You better I turn t- on the NASCAR. Try to make an omelet. And Shaniqua comes in and says, <laughs> and I don't know what comes over me. I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. I just threw out a question. I'm sorry. Okay. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know. 
Darcy, how do we get here? You're supposed to police such things. Yeah, really. I'm just trying to figure out what the episode title is going to be. Um, but I think we should start to mosey our <laughs> Rhymes way with out of here. Fuck, I think might work. <laughs> but I've uh, I got a great tune for this week. Uh, I think it'll it'll go with our uh, our theme if we have a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what is the theme? <laughs> Like in grade 10 English, they teach you about themes, and I'd be goddamned if I could figure one out for this one. <laughs> It'll come to us later. Um, it's, it's, oh, discontinuity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Episode title. <laughs> here's, a, uh, here's something, you know, uh, it's a mashup, so just like the podcast, uh, lots of topics that uh, don't belong together being shoved together. <laughs> mashuptown.com is where I found this. It's actually a, a mashup from uh, from last year, though, uh, but it's from a Toronto guy. Oh, really? Yep. There's a guy in Toronto? There's a guy doing mashups in Toronto. His name is Lockdown. That's spelled with a three. Um, that's <laughs> what? <laughs> that's spelled with a three? It's, it's, it says Lock <laughs> Three Down, which I just thought his name was Lock Three Down. And... Uh, Maybe some kind of crossword solution. Yeah, lock for three down. Yeah, um, three down. But on uh, his MySpace well, maybe, page, maybe that's a, on the maybe MySpace that's page, it says self. the three is silent in the comments. So it's locked down. Wow. And he's from Toronto, apparently. And the three is silent. Yeah, but it's in there. <laughs> we don't say oh. it. You just type. So, Darcy, lock three down dot com. So we, you're bringing a guy – I'm sure the, the – I haven't heard it yet. I'm sure the piece of music is great. But if you're bringing people to this podcast to provide music and they're saying things like the three is silent, my question is who are we turning away? <laughs> who is not making this valuable cut to provide outro music? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a song for us? I like tennis. Okay, bring it in. <laughs> that was the song. Okay. I'll have you know I spent a lot of time thinking, like trying to come up with these tunes. <laughs> I'm not going to come up with two a week because we're going to have a show Tuesdays and a show on Fridays. Well, you know, it looks it looks like the bottom of the barrel hasn't been scraped yet, Darcy, so it should be pretty easy. Yeah, and just to remind everybody, that's going to start next week, like next Friday will be the next show. Yes. And it will be the, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the shorter of the two shows uh, each week. It's going to be the your Bob shorter. spot and your drive spot. Yes. And some music. And by so, people oh, with uh, silent threes in their name. Yes. He's got a lot of uh, nice uh, mashups, actually. I might get another one of his on there. This is um, Maggie64. Are those silent? Is it just Maggie? <laughs> is that a cover version of, uh, of uh, Rod Stewart? Well, it's the four silent, so it's really Maggie6. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no? Okay, I'm sure I'm going to like the song. You know how I feel about mashups. I think that's great. I'm sure the, the mashup guy in Toronto is good. I like promoting local talent, but come on, Jesus. <laughs> it reminds me of when Rodney Dangerfield uh, finds out he's Mr. Burns' son. And Mr. Burns is trying to get him in jail. And he says, why won't you let my son in? And then they bring out the application form. and says, he spelt Yale with a six. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hey, do you got a Simpsons trivia question for this week? Hey, I forgot. Yes. It's okay. New feature, and we just did it the once and forgot about the it. The new feature. Well, yeah, it could have been the, the new regular feature. There it is. Okay, so off the calendar, August 14th of this year of our Lord, 2008. In Natural Born Kissers, episode 5F18. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are Homer and Marge shopping for when their car gets stuck in the mud? Is it A? Yeah. Yell with a six. Yell with a six. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Is it A, mud tires with a silent 58? Uh, B, a refrigerator motor uh, with a 319, but the one you can hear. Yeah, we're going to keep this premise going. (laughs) Or C, sexual enhancement how-to tapes with a a very loud at the end. Mud tires, refrigerator motor, or sexual enhancement how-to tapes? Um... Was it the tapes? I think it was the tapes. C, yeah. I think they get it on in the car or something after they get stuck, isn't it? You are confusing this one with Grandpa versus uh, sexual inadequacy. Damn it. Because they're trying to fire, in that episode, they're trying to fire up their relationship, and they go and try and get a book for this audio tape, and uh, and, and it's uh, uh, 
your erotic American is being read by like Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then so they go through like 85 machinations of trying to you know, go through these suggestions. None of them are working. They run over the tape uh, as they're driving somewhere, somewhere. And then um, uh, Homer's grandpa makes this elixir that gives everyone a boner. And then Millhouse thinks they've turned into reverse vampires. It's a very funny episode. But that's <laughs> not the answer. Uh, it's actually a refrigerator motor. B. B. Because they go, they go out to try and find the place, and they take a wrong turn because it, it's out in the country, and then they get stuck in the mud, and then the rain comes, and they end up in a barn, and uh, <laughs> okay, they can okay, hear okay. people, you know. <laughs> so we're 0 for 2. That's good. We're 0 for 2. We're on a good, good this one I got today, so I'm actually ahead of you guys. Oh, you didn't know last week's? Well, then. I did not last week's. Uh, I did not win on last week's, but I won on this week's. All right. So. So take us out, Todd. Yeah, exactly. Oh, take us out? Take us out. End the show. Wrap it up. Okay. All right. I thought you meant, like, you know, come over and grapple. Uh, um, Dave, as (laughs) always, thanks again for showing up. Hey, no worries. It's such an effort for me. Strap on the headphones and shoot some shit for 20 minutes. Oh, wait, an hour. An hour. (laughs) <laughs> we we are we are getting into Titus time now, uh, <laughs> Darcy. As always, thank you for uh, doing your producery things, and thank you for allowing me to do this. <laughs> what do you mean I'm allowing you? You put a gun to my head and said you're making a fucking podcast. Okay, Mister Viander, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks no, for listening, I'm... everybody. Feedback at heyitstva.com. or if you like phoning, two zero six two zero two eight zero six five. Is that right again? That's it. Again? Did I get that right? Anyway. See you, folks. Toodles. Toodles. Yeah, man. Let me explain something to you one time, man. Low riding is not a sport. It's the way you like it. I don't just sleep, don't Well, I'm cruising down the street in my candy painted low. Bouncing like a toe with bows on my six bow. I pull a wool gripping bow, tipping, sitting low. I'm hitting 16 switches, watch it stop and hit the floor. I'm leaning on the curb, sipping syrup, blowing throat. The girls show me love when they panties hit the floor. I said, I'm leaning on the curb, sipping syrup, blowing throat. I got the six bow hopping, watch it stop and do a show. First, I lean with it, then I rock with it. I got a candy apple drop with a clock in it. First, I lean with it, then I rock with it. I got a candy apple drop with a Glock in it. First, I lean, then I rock. My job. First, I lean, then I rock. I said, First, I lean with it, then I rock with it. I got a candy apple drop with a Glock in it. Because I'm cruising down the street in my six four. Rocking the beat. Rocking the beat. Cruising down the street in my six four. Rocking the beat. And them bows, but I got love for the West Coast. So I suppose I'ma head out to Cali, the land of the low lows. Touchdown in LAX, and I don't need no car. Robin Gino picked me up with the bud in the bar. In the hood, I'm a star, so to the hood, I'm a go. With Mike Jones and Snoop Dogg, and they already know that I get love from the beach, love from the sea. Mexican, Asian, and Samoa OGs Throw it up when they see me And holla, hey, bun When I'm coming out of solar says a grade one You might see me out in Long Beach Or maybe Pasadena Inglewood, I.E. or West Covina A south side riding with the homie Big Doom Car hopping, top dropping So get a kid, wood when I'm I got love for the West Coast. Okay. I ain't 
put the fresh paint on it. You gotta put the mustard and mayonnaise. That's the ties. You understand me? You gotta put the chrome on it or the gold on it. You understand me? It gotta be a hundred spokes or better. You dig? You dig Snoop Dogg in a yellow parasite with two girlies in the back in a crib blue bikinis, shaking and they jumping 'cause the dudes keep bouncing, tipping, whipping the ass steady dipping, candy cake dripping, Lindy Axel's what I'm sipping as I shake like a dice game, cold as the ice age. Mike Jones rocking like a Rolling Stone, and Snoop Dogg going bop bop bad to the bone. Get them Cali boys, we love them low lows. And real car club members bang they logos and take photos. See everything is fine. I'm in a '64 or '60 tray or '59. I love my car like I love my wife. See low riding ain't a sport, it's a way of life. On the real though, I tell you how I feel though. If you see me in the fog, keep it real slow. Yeah, cruising down the street in my six four, docking the feet, docking the feet. Cruising down the street in my six four, docking the feet, docking the feet. Cruising down the street in my six four, docking the feet, docking the feet. Cruising down the street in my docking the feet, docking the feet. Just keep 